0: Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Life, love, and liberty. It's Monica Matthews. Short of asking boxers or briefs, the circus continues. I'm not sure which hour we are in exactly of the 16 hours of questions from both sides of the uh, trial aisle, although it's not really a trial, but it is a trial. I mean, how many of you are just scratching your heads at this point, understanding that this is a Not only is this a political coup, but it is a political event. It is not a legal event, although we use legal terms to describe a political event, which is not legal. Yes, pour yourself a cocktail and try to figure that one out. Uh, If you've been keeping up, probably the most notable moment of the day today for me was whenever Adam Schiff said simply, what difference does a whistleblower make? There's no need to hear from the whistleblower. Anymore because we just don't need the whistleblower anymore. The whistleblower's time has come and gone. Who does that remind you of, America? Do you remember a little lady in a green shirt with glasses, exasperated, throw her hands in the air, she says, in regard to four dead Americans in Benghazi. What difference does it make? This is a very typical uh Democrat way of shirking any form of responsibility. So many of you, from what I can tell, are not watching the impeachment hearings, and I admittedly have not seated myself in front of the television for any length of time, but I can tell you that uh, the president's defense team, uh, you know, if you ever needed a defense team, it would be these guys for sure. I keep waiting for Adam Schiff to end up, you know, on the other end of this gallow, Um, and just, you know, I keep thinking of the biblical story of Haman, you know, and Esther, I I just do. So if you haven't read that story, this would be a great opportunity for you to become familiar with it. Uh, some of you have your own Hamans in your personal lives, you know, while we are uh, as New Testament believers encouraged to pray for our enemies, um, you know, and bless your enemies and not curse them. Uh, I always still end my prayer kind of like David, you know, where it's like, all right, Lord, you told me to pray for them and to bless them. And then I want you to do whatever you want to do. So if the earth happens to open up and swallow them, I'm totally fine with that. Yep. Because that's just my human nature. So I think what we will see in the end, and we all know this is a complete vindication on exoneration. See, I mean, I'm even using legal terms, um, exoneration of the president, um, And I really wish that we had moved to dismiss unless they are in fact going to put Adam Schiff on the stand um, and or John Bolton, which I do not believe is going to happen. Uh, Someone tweeted to me today and asked me, hey, why do you think, you know, John Bolton has turned into the cow that he has? And my very simpleton answer is this, uh, regardless of what you think about his politics of the past, he is a man who was handed his testicles in his box uh, to pack up his belongings and leave his post. And, you know, contrary to popular belief, women are not the only creatures on the planet who have, you know, issues with um, retribution a.k.a. revenge. (laughs) So, um, at at any rate, in lieu of sounding like a Trumplican or, uh, as some people will call us, Trump supporters, uh, part of the cult 45, of which I am not, I have no reason to believe that the president would get on Twitter and defend himself Uh, in the spirit of being a, a, a pathological liar, knowing that that could in fact um, land him in front of Congress um, and impeaching himself by virtue of Twitter. So um, I I just tend to think that Donald J. Trump is a little bit more face value than most people give him credit for. So moving right along, um, I spent the better half of two hours with um the Faith and Freedom Coalition here in the city of Atlanta they host an annual legislative lunch um and we covered, you know, many things that are important to the legislature this year uh in the way of Christians and, and or what should be important to Christians such as life, you know, liberty, the pursuit of justice, protecting the innocent, protecting our young came up um was a consistent theme throughout the luncheon, everything from making adoption easier, foster care adoption primarily, Um, one one aspect of that I absolutely do not agree with at all and would encourage our governor's administration to rethink this closely, uh, is allowing for 21-year-olds to adopt foster children to become part of the adoption process, lowering the age from 21, to, I mean from 25 to 21. Now imagine if you will, you can't even buy tobacco products any longer uh, under the age of 21. So you cannot drink until you're 21. I have a 23 year old to have to remind to bring the dishes out of her bedroom, much less change diapers and get a bottle ready and you know, things of that nature. So I also think one of the unintended consequences of this bill could be, and lowering the age of the ability to adopt, could in fact be um, really lowering your lowering the bar um, for accountability with regard to our kids' safety and not becoming victims of sex trafficking, which is something our First Lady of Georgia um, has taken upon herself to... Um, really sink her teeth into, uh, to attempt to move the needle on that in the state of Georgia and, uh, work with various agencies as well as, uh, she's appointed her own commission, I believe called grace, uh, to study what needs to happen in order to, um, eradicate sex trafficking. I will tell you that probably will not happen in this lifetime. I think we can make a dent in the numbers that occur in our respective States, uh, particularly with regard to, Uh, a federal gang statute would be very uh, helpful. I know there's been whispers of that uh, between the two um, Senate candidates. Um, We have Kelly Loeffler, who who was recently appointed by our governor. I'm telling you this, even if you don't live in the state of Georgia, because you're all aware of it because it has made national headlines, um, because this has somehow turned into a Trump versus um, never Trumper uh, issue in the state of Georgia, which we are barely holding on to uh, red by the skin of our teeth at this point in time. So it's a it's a it's a highly contentious race now that Representative Doug Collins, who has ardently defended the president during this impeachment process from the House, um, has now thrown his hat Uh, into the ring uh, for this Senate seat that was left open by vacated by Johnny Isaacson, who held that seat for, I believe over 30 years. Um, So again, I'm a big fan of term limits. That's not a slight on Mr. Isaacson. Um, I'm simply a fan of term limits. If we had term limits, we would not have Susan Collins, who basically acquitted, found President Bill Clinton not guilty of something he actually admitted to doing before Congress, which was perjuring himself, um, found him not guilty. Now saying that she may, in fact, require witnesses. (sighs) Take a breath. She may need witnesses to sleep at night because, you know, it'll just make her job of finding the president guilty or not guilty easier. Um, and I don't buy this brouhaha of, you know, there are some Republicans who are just trying to do a thorough job of ensuring that, that the coup does not, you know, um, is not left wanting. Um, I disagree with that. I think you have never trumpers. I think you have people who have been in in the uh, in the congressional position for far too long uh, on our dime. They're wasting our tax dollars right now as you're listening to this. And this charade is gonna go on for another umpteen hours. Uh, until we reach the 16th hour and then who knows where it's going to go from there. So I have to tell you, I don't know about you. I take exception to seeing these little quippy, uh, you know, impromptu news conferences, uh, at the Capitol with Lindsey Graham and others, uh, who are very coy. Um, you know, it's like we have a, a, a very, uh, it, I can't even think of how I want to, how to couch that. Um, but everything from Schumer, um, you know, at the end of to shift at the end of every day, someone's in front of a camera recapping what they think was said, even though we actually heard the words come out of someone's face. I mean, how many of you are just tired of that? Um, yeah. So where are we as a nation listening to the legislative, uh, speaker, the luncheon speakers today? Um, when you think about how many pieces of legislation we are incorporating in the state of Georgia to protect, the young and the innocent all the way from protecting their sexual identity as children from having their uh, sexual organs removed, their hormones replaced at very young ages, uh, AKA child abuse, having to incorporate legislation to that effect should really tell you just how far our culture has slid into the depths of sociological hell. So where do we go from here? Well, I want to encourage you, just as the good folks at Faith and Freedom Coalition did today, that if you are a Christian, this is definitely not the time for apathy. This is not the time for you to, you know, brouhaha, Jesus is coming back. We know who wins, all those cute mantras that we like to speak, even though we know it's true. You know, I'm just a sojourner. I'm just a visitor here. This isn't my final home. Well, guess what, Pookie? This is your home for today. This is your home right now. And plenty of men and women died and shed blood, including your Savior, so that you could live in this great nation with all of your little liberties and all of your ability to capitalize and and have babies and prosper and pay taxes and die. Okay. So I don't want to hear the apathetic mantra of the Christian of well, you know, we just don't really like Trump because he used that p-word 20 years ago to describe women. Well, right, that was 20 years ago. If you tweet me one more time asking me whether or not Donald Trump is Jesus Christ or whether or not he's a Christian, I'm going to block you. Donald Trump is not Jesus Christ Donald Trump has professed the Lord As his Savior and the Son of God So go read scripture for yourself And then come back and ask me If he is saved Okay, I'm not going to give you the answer Until tomorrow you can find me at Monica on Air Talk Monty Matthews on Facebook iTunes, Stitcher, thank you for subscribing Hey guess who's coming on my show this week What? (laughs) Some of you, he's better known as Cat Turd That's right, Cat Turd uh, he was the litter box herd around the world, arguing with none other than Ann Coulter on Twitter, made national headlines correcting Ann on something, all things immigration, of course. And um, he told Ann where to go, pound sand in that litter box of his, and he's going to be on with me this weekend. So y'all stay tuned. Now you hear. Um, and apparently we're going to be in Vegas together for the tra- deplora Um, uh, fun party it's it's supposed to be just a a hoot Um, it's in Vegas and my exact dates escape me but I will post them on my website I think my manager is still kind of working all that out but I do look forward to being there and I believe Cat Turd is supposed to be there as well so stay tuned to that if you have not uh, followed Cat Turd on Twitter you should Uh, just for a good laugh as well. Okay, I love you guys. Be good to your neighbor, beginning in your own mirror. And remember, if you're an American, act like one.